And with that fantastic introduction, thank you for joining us at Straight to the Point. That's S-T-T-P. Don't confuse us for the other Straight to the Point podcast. We don't record in laundry rooms or anywhere suspect. Coming to you live from the beautiful Sunshine State, we are your hosts, Ray and G. Yo, yo, what's up? What is up, my man? Good to be here with you talking NBA and NFL news, news that matters, not that whack shit you hear on those other networks. We've got four great segments to share with you all, but of course, you can skip to any segment you like. Shout out to E40 for getting straight to the point. Shout out to Jorge Q for the 300 Violin Orchestra beats. Man, I'm so excited, G. How about you? I'm hyped, man. Can't wait to talk about sports. I'm going to talk about my man, LeBron. And when once football season starts, we're going to talk about those Giants. All right. You know how much I hate them damn Giants? Because I am a Jets fan. That's right, folks. We are from New York. But we may have a difference of opinions in sports teams. But one thing what we're going to do is we're going to get straight to the point on the news that you want to hear, that you read. You want some clarification. You got that argument in the lunchroom with your buddy? We want you to bring it here, and we're going to decipher it for you. We're going to take care of that. So without further ado, like my man G said, we're going to start episode one off with the man, the myth, the legend, LeBron James. A 6A forward from St. Vincent, St. Mary's High School, number 23. LeBron James. <laughs> man, you have got to love that. That little kid is so funny. What do you think about that, G? Yo, bro, do that again, bro. <laughs> A 6A forward from St. Vincent, St. Mary's High School, number 23. That is too much. Well, of course, we're talking about the man himself again, LeBron James. And I got to tell you, G, after watching that last finals, I don't know. I don't know how you feel about it, but I, I, I really feel this is it. LeBron, he is gone. There is no way he is staying on this Cleveland Cavaliers team. I just can't see it. That team around him, there is no way they should have even been in the finals. I don't know how LeBron could wake up tomorrow and say that he is okay with staying there. I don't care about family. You're in the basketball business. You're in the professional sports. You're an athlete. You want to win just like LeBron James wants to win that three and six record in the finals. He can't be happy with that. I wouldn't be happy with that. Yeah, man, I agree. I definitely don't think LeBron's going to stay in Cleveland. Me, personally, I would love him to stay in Cleveland, bring some more chips. Um, but I don't think Dan Gilbert or the Cavs are trying to make any moves or can make any moves to give him any support. Um, the team he had, I don't think they were terrible, but they just didn't show up. George Hill's not a bad player. Jeff Green is not bad. Jordan Clarkskin, he's, he's not that bad, but he was a no-show during the whole playoffs. I like Larry Nance. Uh, Kevin Love, obviously, he's one of the best stretch bigs in the game. Uh, J.R. Smith choked completely throughout the whole playoffs. But for the most part, in these in this series, against especially against the Warriors, they kind of choked. We didn't see what we usually see from every player. I don't know if it was just the spotlight of playing with LeBron, but I don't see them improving next year. I don't see what kind of pieces they can move around to help LeBron. He definitely needs better support, and I also don't think his relationship with Dan Goober helps. So my man LeBron got to go somewhere where I feel like he's going to have some support and a great organization with a Hall of Fame-type coach. And that's the biggest question. That's the million-dollar question right now 
where does LeBron James end up? Where is he going to continue? He's already played 15 fantastic NBA seasons. He's a future first ballot Hall of Famer. This man is a legend. But the biggest question is the decision part number three. Where is he going to go to continue his legacy? That's what people want to know. This is what I feel. LeBron James, the only option you have, sir, is you go to Los Angeles. You hook up with Paul George. You do what you have to do. You get rid of the scrubs that LA is going to get rid of anyway. And you get there, you do it on the biggest stage, and you win a chip for Magic Johnson, and you tie the Boston Celtics because we know you hate him just like everybody else. Yeah, man, I honestly want to see him play with the Spurs. I want to see him play with Greg Popovich. I know the news out there is that Kawhi Leonard wants out. Um, but even if Kawhi leaves, I actually wouldn't mind LeBron playing alongside LaMarcus Aldridge and Greg Popovich. We've seen throughout the last 15 years that Greg Popovich could take role players and make them stars. He could take scrubs and make them great role players. So I feel like with LeBron in a great system, which he's never been in, no matter what team he's been in, first time with the Cavs, uh, when he went to Miami with the big three, and then his second stint over here with the Cleveland Cavaliers and Kyrie, he has not played in a system. He's mainly always played iso ball with Greg Popovich. We know Greg does not play iso ball. He likes to keep the ball moving. Um, he plays to his player's strengths. Everybody focuses on defense. So I do feel like LeBron's IQ with Greg Popovich's IQ is, will be great. But I also wouldn't mind him going to L.A. Uh, the only two teams in the West I want to see him in, if he doesn't stay out in the East, would be L.A. or Spurs, preferably Spurs. But I can't see him causing some damage with some of those young players in L.A., but they got to bring some pieces in besides what they already have to win a chip and be a threat to the Golden State Warriors. Threat? Man, you seen what he did with that Cleveland team? Them, them jokesters had no reason to be on the court besides Kevin Love. But the Spurs? Man, the Spurs, the problem I see with that is LeBron is the man. He is the system. What system is he going to have without Kawhi? How is he going to work with Pop? I know Pop is one of the greatest coaches, but how is LeBron going to get that team over the hump? That team looked completely lost without Kawhi, and I know LeBron is great, but we've seen it. He's, yes, LaMarcus, but you can make the argument. LaMarcus is just another, a better Kevin Love. Stretch stretch big, tall guy, shooting. What? How is LeBron going to do any more damage in San Antonio than he did in Cleveland? Whistle. So listen, Ray, I'm going to have to stop you right there. One thing, two years ago, Western Conference Finals, San Antonio Spurs versus Golden State. First half of the game, Kawhi Leonard has the Spurs up by 23 points. He goes down with an ankle injury. Spurs not only lose that game, but lose the series. This past year, we saw them play without their star player. You add LeBron to that same exact roster they had this past year. You might add a few more pieces because, as we know, Ginobili might be retiring. Tony Parker might be done. Like, at best, he can be a good role player off the bench, which I wouldn't mind because with his IQ, start, um, orchestrating that offense with the Spurs would be amazing. LaMarcus Aldridge, like you said, is an upgraded version of Kevin Love. What he would be is a guy that's going to post up. He has great post-up game, and he could shoot the three. I don't think he shoots the three as good as Kevin Love, 
but he definitely can post up. He makes the right play. Then you have Paul Gasol. I can see Paul Gasol possibly taking a veteran's minimum. You have a big man that can pass the ball, who's played alongside a great player like Kobe Bryant. You put him with LeBron James, I think that'll be a problem right there. And like I said, same roster, just substitute LeBron James, who I think is, obviously we should make it clear, he's better than Kawhi Leonard. He's the top player in the NBA. Kawhi Without Leonard's a question. Either, Absolutely. Kawhi's either the second or third best player in the NBA right now when healthy. You add LeBron James, and like I said, Greg Popovich is going to make it work. Greg Popovich has taken teams that throughout his whole career, people counted the Spurs out. They've won five chips in the last 15 years. The only thing that people can say about Popovich is that he's never won back-to-back chips. But you can't say that he hasn't been relevant and taken the same core players, which is Ginobili, Tim Duncan, and Tony Parker, to finals. People said they were too old. People say they didn't have athleticism. And they still were able to make it happen. You add LeBron, not only do you have athleticism, you have a pure playmaker, you have somebody that can play defense. You just add a few more pieces to that San Antonio team, they will be a problem in the West. All right, well, I mean, I definitely got to disagree with you, G. I don't know. I don't know what you're smoking, man, but I'm telling you right now, LeBron James, I cannot see him in a San Antonio jersey. I'm going to tell you why. No Kawhi, no LeBron. That team is falling apart. They can't even keep uh, Kawhi happy. The reports of Kawhi is that he wants to get out. He is done in San Antonio. He wants to get out. He wants to jettison right now. And if that's the case, I'm going to tell everyone right here, right now, Kawhi Leonard will be a New York Knick by the time the 2018-2019 season gets started. I believe he's got the firepower to do it. His people want him in New York. That is a media, that's a market that is starving for a, another athlete. Porzingis was just a touch of it. You got, you got my man Kyrie Irving from Jersey who want to go home and play. Kawhi is going to be a New York Nick this year. And if it doesn't happen this year, he stays with the Spurs for one year. He's going to become an unrestricted free agent. And my man is going to New York. That's what you heard it right here. He's going to New York. What I'm smoking, all right, so clearly this isn't straight to the point. This is, let me create my most fantasy team that I could possibly think of. Kawhi to the Knicks? Come on, bro. Like, he's going to go from a team that he's been to two finals, ended up winning a finals MVP, to possibly going to the Lakers, and you're thinking he's going to go play for James Dolan and the Knicks with Kristaps Porzingis that could barely stay healthy? Come on now, bro. Like, your, be- your second best player was Trey Burke this past season. You think he's going to go out there and try to make matter. the Knicks a championship team? And then Listen, you have the high hopes that Kyrie's going to join that team? It, it don't matter. Listen, Kyrie, is he's he want to play. He's want he's wanting to go home. He wants to play in front of a home crowd. What better way? He's not going to the bum Brooklyn Nets who haven't done anything oh, since they've got fleeced. They got fleeced. By the Boston Celtics when they thought they were gonna they were in championship mode and sold the whole house for nothing. Kyrie is gonna go to the garden, he's gonna light up the garden, he's gonna win a championship in the garden. I'm telling you right now, Kyrie, Kawhi, Christos Porzingis, that is your super team right there. So listen, you're saying that he's gonna go to the Knicks. And first of all, let's not try to disregard the fact that you took a shot at my Brooklyn Nets. 
they got they got robbed by Mr. Danny Ainge, who we just saw rob the Cleveland Cavaliers and gave him Isaiah Thomas and Dre Crowder it's for true. future superstar. True. So you know what? He finessed them. Apparently, he's really good at just robbing the bank or, as you say, robbing the roster. So he is. Let's not let's not keep taking shots on my New Jersey. Uh, well, my Brooklyn Nets. I'm a fan of them because they were the New Jersey Nets with Jason Kidd, Kenyon Martin, Lucius Harris, Kerry Kittles. That team back then. Right now, they're a little shaky, but we stepping up. We got D'Angelo Russell. We got a few players, Karis LeVert. So, my, my Brooklyn Nets are stepping up there. Right now, you guys in New York with the Knicks, y'all got a better team, but we're catching up, all right? But you can't say that he's going to leave to go to that team. Ray, there's, the same way there's situations where he doesn't like the way things are going in San Antonio, a team that has been pretty successful, like I just stated, consistently for the past 15, 20 years with different pieces – Winning five chips, one player is not gonna listen. Like that. Listen, man, it, it it doesn't matter. San Antonio, small market. You could have forty years of success. A man like Kawhi, he is a top dog. He's a top five player. He's an all defensive player. This man wants to win on the highest stage of them all. And what better way to pair up with the best, one of the best offensive point guard if not the best offensive point guard in Kyrie Irving who is from the area he wants to go home he wants to play in front of that family and them fans and them friends that's got to happen that has to happen obviously it doesn't have to happen what it is is you want it to happen I understand Knicks haven't been successful in a while the last team you the last superstar you guys really had because we're not going to count Carmelo Anthony was Patrick Ewan and and then after that you guys had Allen Houston. And then right after that, you guys had Stephon Marbury. So let's Come not even on, talk man. about that. But James Dolan let's is not, not going to get a guy like Kawhi Leonard to come to his team when he has a possibility to go to L.A., which I don't think Popovich is going to make that trade happen because he's made it very clear he's not in the business to help other Western teams get better. So the only possible trades I can see happening is, number one, Boston. As long as Danny Ainge doesn't try to finesse Popovich, because Popovich is not Dan Gilbert. He's not going to just accept any type of trade. Um, or the Philadelphia 76ers. I can see them trying to take a shot, give him some trade picks, probably throw Robert Covington. So like that, Robert Covington could point out with LeBron James, and they can end up being the next dynasty out in the West. Um, but as for going to the Knicks, yeah, you guys can get Kawhi, you guys can get Kyrie, but even with those pieces with that man James Dolan leading that team, it's, you guys are never going to be successful. You guys may probably make the playoffs, probably make the second round. But with this function of the Knicks, I don't see it happening. All right, then. So we obviously can't agree on that. But Kyrie, apparently he wants out of Boston. A lot of people saying he wants to come to New York and play. We don't know what's going on, obviously. We know the Knicks haven't been contenders in a very long time. But, you know, Clearly. things happen. If you had to pick a team... Next free agency, where does Kyrie end up? So what I think, obviously, last year, what Kyrie, I mean, last year's offseason, what Kyrie stated was the preference he wanted to go to was the Spurs, Miami Heat, the Knicks, or Minnesota Timberwolves. He didn't get traded to the team he wanted. He ended up getting traded to the Boston Celtics, and clearly he's made the statement that he's not going to commit. I don't necessarily think that means he's not going to stay with the with the Celtics, I'm sorry, what it says to me, he, he cares about his money. He'll be leaving $80 million on the table if he commits to the Celtics now. So he wants money. that extra $80 million that he can get if he signs later. 
But yeah, he might be pushing for a trade. Do I think the Knicks can offer Boston a trade? Absolutely not. There's nobody on that roster right now, or there's no picks valuable enough for Danny Ainge to get Kyrie Irving. He might just trade him to San Antonio. They might do a swap Kawhi for Kyrie, and then you probably get a. Uh, we could probably get to see LeBron James and Kyrie reunite. If I think there's anybody that can sit down with both Kyrie and LeBron and settle their disputes would be Greg Popovich. We've seen Phil Jackson do it with Shaq and Kobe. I think if anybody, I think Phil, ja Phil Jackson is not as good as a coach as Greg Popovich. Greg Popovich is a leader. He's a man that, that demands respect. Um, we've clearly heard from multiple veterans, Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, Ginobili, and people as such as Danny Green say that they've never seen a coach yell at superstars the way Popovich does. He puts players in their place. It's team first. So he'll sit those two guys down and say, listen, I see that you guys can do something great. We can win a chip here. You guys are awesome together. You guys may go down as the best point guard small forward duo ever in the history of the NBA. Let's try to see what we could do. As for any other pieces, yeah, I could possibly see maybe the Timberwolves probably joining in on some trade talks. I don't see them trading away Cat, um, Clay Anthony, Carl Anthony Towns. But I could see maybe a Jimmy Butler being involved in that trade, or Andrew Wiggins, or Jeff Teague. Most likely, probably Jimmy Butler. I think they can probably use a guy like Jimmy Butler on defense and the shooting guard position. They already have Marcus Smart in Boston and Terry Rozier, so they don't really need a point guard. And Kyrie clearly doesn't look like he wants to stay there. So me, it'll be San Antonio, Timberwolves, and that's about it. I don't see him getting any other landing spots until free agency comes next year. And most likely, he would probably go to the Knicks. That's all the time we got for segment one. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we're going to come back. We got some more content for you guys, so stick around. Hey everybody, this is Ray, and you're listening to Straight to the Point on Anchor FM and iTunes Podcast. All right, and we are back. Thank you for returning us to Straight to the Point. This is, again, your host, Ray NG, bringing you all the live events going on in the NBA and NFL. And if you just missed our first segment, you can always rewind it back, play it back. But we talked about LeBron James, we talked about Kawhi Leonard, we talked about Kyrie Irving. Now, those are just some of the key names, Kyrie not being one of them in the free agency, but wanting to leave Boston. LeBron, free agent. Kawhi, free agent. We're talking about free agents today. That's what we're getting at. My man G on the line with us. What's up, G? What's up? All right. So um, we talked about LeBron. We obviously had some disagreement with that. We know that he might, he pretty much controls the keys to where he wants to go. Kawhi obviously wants out of San Antonio. Kyrie sounds like he wants out of Boston. We got a lot of high-profile players that want to get out or might want to change the scenery. But let's talk about some of these free agents. And let's start with my boy, CP3, Chris Paul, just signed uh, last year. He was traded. He, got, he was signed by the L.A. Clippers. He agreed to the trade to the Houston Rockets. And, wow, what a difference did that team just take. It just took off under Mike D'Antoni, head coach, James Harden. MVP, 
CP3 secondary primary ball handle. Wasn't that a different team? That was just uh that even though they lost to the Warriors in seven, wow. That was a beaut that was just if you're a basketball fan, I know you are G. That was beautiful to watch. That team playing the way they would just beat the hell out of teams. That was something to watch, wasn't it? Yeah, I agree with you. It was a lot of offense. It was pretty much what we saw with the Phoenix Suns, but just 2.0. Uh, me personally, I don't think he's staying with Houston. I don't think. Uh, wow. I don't. I don't see. I think what he saw Game Seven of that Western Conference Finals, proving to him that James Harden just doesn't have what it takes to win and to go all the way and get a chip. You're talking about, what was it, 20-plus straight missed threes? James Harden didn't think to take a timeout at one point and say, guys, listen, let's try to go for an easy two. Let's just do a simple pick and roll. I think CP3, if he was on the court, he would have thought that. Somebody with more IQ and more guts to try to win the game would have not just given up and chucked threes. Uh, if he really wants to win, which I know he does, he needs to partner with his boy LeBron, either go to L.A., go to, go to Spurs, make it happen, take a pay cut, uh, I know L.A. could afford to get two big guys um, or San Antonio. They, if they get rid of Kawhi, who might be too weak to play for San Antonio and win a chip with them, he might just want to go to the sorry Knicks. Damn! Then he just joins his boy LeBron, and they could definitely win a chip together. Whistle. <laughs> Boy, are you crazy? That statement right now. He He doesn't think Harden has brains and guts? You're talking about the MVP. Wait a minute. Last time I checked, MVP actually meant something. That means you were the most valuable player in the league, not only in the league, but on your team. Sans LeBron, because he's always the MVP. That's why he doesn't win it every year. You're telling me that CP3 wants to give away what he had? This man is the first time he ever made the Western Conference Finals. was because he was on that Rockets team. That was a beautiful team to watch. Harden led the way. He's the MVP. How can you say that? That is crazy. That's just, I can't believe you said that. There's no way CP3 leaves that opportunity. He knows that with without him, they weren't going to win. He had an opportunity. He got hurt. He smells blood in the water. He feels that there's a chance that if Houston comes out again with that same lineup, that same chemistry, that they can overthrow the Warriors. How can he not stay? He's going to get a max contract. He's going to get paid. He's going to be playing against the with the MVP on the side of the court. MVP. How can he not stay? MVP. I guess if you took on most valuable, pitiful player, because first of all, if he gets the MVP that's low. versus that's LeBron, that's just them giving it to him out of pity. Because, yeah, I would agree. He should have been MVP last year. The only reason they gave it to Westbrook is because the man had a triple-double. He should have been MVP the year before that when it was Steph Curry, but everybody was on a Steph Curry high. But this past year, he was not an MVP. You cannot be MVP after you're having a great season when adding a superstar player. Now you have LeBron, who lost a superstar player, and you put a bunch of scrubs on his team, and the man ends up not just taking them to the fourth seed. And I know it's a regular season award, but takes them to the finals. But he played 82 games, uh, 25-plus points, I believe but, almost. But, but the problem is, without James Harden, what is that team? What does that team look like without James Harden? You take out James Harden, that team is a sixth seed, a seventh seed. They're not the first seed. They don't win 60-plus games and push the Warriors to seven games. They just don't do that. I'm sorry. I don't care what it is. That No, there's no way without James Harden that that team performs the way they did. Now, I know they got a lot of stuff out of Eric Gordon. 
And I know they got a lot of uh, other, other role play. Clint Capella was obviously fantastic for them, especially down the stretch. But you cannot say that with without James Harden that that team would be where it is. There's no way without that team. That's why he is the MVP. Because without that team, I understand LeBron. LeBron is a yearly candidate for the award. With the exception of LeBron, who's who would not who would not even be in the playoffs if he were not on that roster. Where would the Rockets be without James Harden? This man is, I don't think he's the best player in the league, but this man is a, he's a magician. Just the way he plays, the way he balls out, the way he just hits threes in your face. How can, how can you take out, how can you take him out of that equation and say that that team, that he's not an elite player and they're well, not Ray, an listen. team. Come on, Ray, now, he's the MVP for a reason. You said it yourself. Without James Harden, they're a six, seven seed, which means that there's still a playoff team without James Harden. Yeah, but the West Meaning, is tough. The West is always hard. Six seed could be a two seed, and I get that. But without James Harden, they are nothing. They're not even pushing the Warriors to seven games with or without Chris Paul. Yeah, they might be a better team in the regular season because James Harden is amazing during the regular season. But does does CP3 want to play with somebody that's going to get him to the playoffs? And get him to a game, help him get get him to a game they seven and game lose. Away. One game away. Yeah, and then guess what? James Harden decided to orchestrate an offense that decided to take twenty plus straight threes and miss all of them and not try to go for a two. They lost that game. He shot multiple threes for no reason, especially at the end of that last fourth quarter with less than a minute left. They still had time to come back and win the game. What does he do? He chucks a three. He could have simply went up for a two, and they're a possession or two away from coming back and winning that game. You want a guy that can manage the clock. You want a guy that does not fold under pressure. You also want a guy that can play defense. Uh, he's obviously not the best defender on his team. CP3 needs to go partner up with a team that can he can win a chip with, specifically a superstar that doesn't fold under pressure with experience, which is LeBron. LeBron and CP3 together. CP3's never played with a guy like LeBron, and LeBron's never played with a point guard, a pure point guard like CP3. That's where CP3 has to go to win a chip. If he wants to just play up to game seven and lose and win the Western Conference Finals, he could stay with the Houston Rockets. Listen, I love CP3. I followed him ever since he came out of Wake Forest. I followed him ever since he was a Hornet. To the to when they blocked the trade to LA, to the Clippers. I love CP3, one of my favorite players of all time. But this man, by himself, could not get past the second round. You give him an MVP player like James Harden, he needs to stay in Houston. He needs to stay in Houston. They need to finish what they started because they know. Houston, you got to understand, Houston has this mindset. If CP3 does not go down, we win in six or we win in seven because it's back home in Houston. They're not thinking anything else they're thinking that with cp3 every rocket player said it pj tucker said it trevor ariza said it if cp3 was on the court they win that game seven they win that game seven and and it it goes back to the same thing james harden mvp he is mvp he didn't show up game seven you're absolutely right but he was so he was so good for them in in the first two series he was so excellent and then when it came time, that's it. He was so tired in that series. When CP3 got hurt, he was so tired. He oh, had no he was tired. Options. He was tired. The man decided to take 20 straight threes. Well, not just him, but orchestrate an office, like I said, to make to, to take 20 straight threes and miss them all. 
that had to do with exhaustion or that just had to do with a guy that said, you know what, I know I'm not winning He's a three-point shooter. That's what he does. That's what he does. That's his, that's his bread and butter. He shoots threes. And he makes them at a respectable clip. That's what he does. Yeah, but guess what? When it comes to game seven, when it's clutch time, I guess he's not he's not respectable anymore. Like like I said, you put CP3 in that game, it wasn't about, oh, he's playing with the MVP. It wasn't about CP3 missed the game. CP3 is a game manager. He would have he stopped that team and said, listen, we got to slow it down. We got to do this. We got to do that. He just went and you live by the three, you die by the three. And they didn't just die by the three. They committed suicide, bro. Nah, I definitely don't agree with that. But we do got other free agents we want to talk about here. We've got Paul George. We've got Boogie Cousins. We got KD. I know we talked about this before, G. We both agree KD is staying in Golden State. Yeah, I can see that. But but if he wants to win a chip, he'll stay with OKC. Why break? Why pick something that isn't broken? But again... He did make a statement saying he's not happy. He thought winning chips would make him happy. He doesn't feel that satisfaction, which means that the dude realizes, you know what? This was the easy way out. I want to go somewhere that they haven't won a chip, that they're not established, and take that team to the finals and win and prove that I am one of the greatest players in this league. And you also had in the parade the Warriors make a comment saying, oh, we had KD uh, jump on the bandwagon to win a chip. Katie's sensitive. We've seen him be sensitive with the media. We see him very sensitive with on the court with other players. That is definitely eating him alive. That not only do does the media and fans critique the fact that he went to the Warriors, but the Warriors organization themselves are cracking jokes. The man has to be debating: should I stay here or should I join the team and show that I can win a chip with somebody else that hasn't won a chip already? And he's pretty bad at hiding his burner accounts on Twitter. Not saying nothing. <laughs> Shout out to us at Twitter, at sttp underscore pc. KD, your, your Twitter game is just terrible. We, we got to teach you how to switch burner accounts. But at least it's not that bad as Brian um, Colangelo's wife, which is another story for another <laughs> day. But I definitely want to get into uh, Paul George, Boogie Cousins, I see Paul George, he's gone. There's no way he stays in OKC. I've seen that team since KD left. There's no, That is Westbrook's team. Melo is gone. I think he didn't even – he doesn't fit that offense. He's not happy coming off. I agree. He's not, he's not happy coming off the bench. He wants to be paid like a starter. He's going to end up at a team that um that is going to pay him that money because of his name not because of what he's done lately on the court but we know that the NBA is also a flashy league you need stars to sell tickets we get it but PG he's gone i see him he's got to go to LA he's been teasing it for over a year now he told the Indiana Pacers he was going there he told them straight up what he was going to do he got straight to the point and said i'm going to my hometown boogie cousins is a different story for me I think he actually stays in New Orleans. I love to see what I saw when I saw him and Anthony Davis. My goodness, they went on a tear. I know that they played better without him in the lineup when Drew Holiday actually came to life, being the player that he once was, especially in Philadelphia. That team, if Boogie Cousins can stay healthy, come back to the way he was, the way he usually plays, that's a dangerous team, G. I agree. I agree on Boogie Cousins should stay. 
Um, but as for Paul George, I definitely believe, I mean, I, I definitely agree and believe that he's leaving. He's most likely going to go to L.A. He's been saying, saying it. He's on media saying he would love to play in L.A. So I think that's for sure going to happen. As for Boogie Cousins, yeah, you're right. Everybody said they played a little better when Boogie Cousins got out the roster. They played a little faster. But I think what he gives them is somebody that could play that could play half-court offense, slow the game down when they're playing a team like the Warriors, who then forces them to have to play at their pace, uh, post up. He's a great you know, player. Absolutely. He is. He is. He has skills. He's a great scorer. He's actually a great passer. Most people understand. Very good passer. passer. Underrated so, passer. Absolutely. Underrated. So you put him in the post, dishing it off to Drew Holiday and Anthony Davis, and you give him one consistent shooter. Like I said, he won't be great for fast breaks, but what big men should be great at fast breaks? You, he's going to be a small version of a Shaq. Like I said, slow down the game, post up, put teams in foul trouble, and, and force them to have to double team him, which gives Anthony Davis space, Drew Holiday, and a, and a solid shooter, like I said. So I do think he should stay and give it another chance. All right. That concludes our second segment of some of these notable free agents. Again, you know, CP3, will he leave? Will he, will he stay? PG, we know we both agree he's leaving. Boogie Cousins, kind of up in the air, but it will be good to see him stay in New Orleans, team that actually invested in him. KD, we know he's staying. But there might be a chance he wants to prove himself if those, you know, if, if that media is starting to get to him. We know he's very sensitive. We know he, he cares about what people think about him. You know, he's not uh, he's not a LeBron. LeBron can care less. KD, he listens to those, to the, you know, to the media. He listens, he, he, he watches that social media. So uh, definitely going to be a very, very interesting 2018-2019 uh, season. Hopefully, in a few weeks, we start to find out. And, of course, we will bring that information to you all here on Straight to the Point. We're going to take a quick commercial break. After the break, you want to keep it locked in. We've got a crazy segment here. You're not going to want to miss this. We'll be right back. Yeah, keep it locked. This is Straight to the Point. You heard? With four seconds left, Butler denied by James and Smith. Calls a timeout. Keep an eye on it. I went to the top of the screen. Now here, it co here he comes, and he timed it perfectly. No foul involved. James catch fire ball game. He did it. LeBron James wins it for Cleveland. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much. Welcome back to Straight to the Point. Thank you for hanging out with us on our halftime show here. Man, I tell you what, shout out to my man, J. Cole. Fucking love J. Cole. One of the best artists out there ever. If you heard that song before, you know exactly what it is. And this is the, the time where we're going to bring to you a new part of the show. I'm really excited. I know G's excited. We call it, yep, we're yep. calling it the Firing Squad. This is where we're going to basically dissect your comments, these crazy ludicrous comments that we find from people who think they know sports, and we're going to fire at them right away. G, anybody you got you want to fire at today? Yeah, man. So I'm not going to shout them out, but the Laker fanboy out there, you know who you are. He made the blasphemous statement to say that if LeBron James, which joins the Lakers, 
he's no longer going to be a Laker fan. Now, let's make two things clear. One, he's a LeBron hater. Two, this man <clears throat> makes same. He clearly says every day that I speak to him, he's a Kobe fan and a Laker fan. This whole past year, he was saying, oh, Lakers are going to make the playoffs. We got Kyle Kuzma, we got Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram. And the man says that if LeBron James joins, he's going to stop being a Laker fan. That right there is just a pure hater. Also, he says that they don't need LeBron. They don't want LeBron. Magic Johnson has made it very clear he wants to play with LeBron, you scrub. Uh, the Lonzo Ball himself said he would love to play with LeBron. Kyle Kuzman, undisputed, said that between KD and LeBron, LeBron is the better player. So, unfortunately, players and people that are in the organization wants to see LeBron join them. So, stop being a hater. Don't let it consume you. You just don't want to see LeBron go to the Lakers and become the greatest Laker to ever win. Because Kobe's not even the best Laker to ever play. Magic Johnson is. So, like I said, watch greatness. Witness it. LeBron James goes to LA. He's going to be another 3P. And he's going to be the greatest Laker ever. Now, back to my bo- now to my other boy. Not going to shout you out either. He made this statement. And I'm going to quote him. He says, KD has a better finals record than LeBron James did in the same amount of finals appearances. So as we know, we just saw KD win his second chip in three finals appearances. He's won the last two with the Warriors and his first appearance was with the OKC Thunder when they played against the big three Miami Heat and they lost. So so that's blasphemous. We're gonna, we're gonna throw a whistle on that. We're gonna throw a flag. We're gonna put him in the penalty box. You're not gonna you're not gonna try to shame LeBron by saying within three appearances, <laughs> KD has more chips. KD one is playing on a team that has beat has beaten the Chicago Bulls best season record. They had already won a chip. They beat his team where KD was up 3-1 in the Western Conference Finals, choked and lost. I don't want to hear people blame Westbrook for that. That was KD. KD did not show up. He didn't want the ball in his hand. He wanted. He didn't want to be responsible for taking shots. So that was KD. You send him to a team that has Steph Curry, two-time MVP, Draymond Green, Defensive Player of the Year, Klay Thompson, who might be considered the, sec- the second best player, a second best shooter, I'm sorry, ever in the NBA, and also a pretty great defender. And all of a sudden, he becomes a two-time Finals MVP. That's not because he's great. That's because he's playing on a great team. Mind you, he also beat a team that wasn't that good. When they played Kyrie and LeBron last year, they didn't have support. This year, it was just LeBron. What made you think that LeBron by himself was going to beat this stacked Warriors team? When he played in OKC, he was playing with James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Serge Ibaka, and Reggie Jackson, and they played against the big three. You made the statement saying the reason they lost was because James Harden choked. But you're not stating the fact that he still had Ibaka and Westbrook. So I don't want to hear that he didn't have support versus LeBron didn't have support. LeBron didn't have that extra superstar. LeBron had players that were missing shots. LeBron had players that didn't want to have the moment. But you're going to say James Harden choking in the fourth quarter of a few games in that finals made the, mm. made the, made the final determination that the OKC lost? No. LeBron James destroyed KD, and we've seen KD fold under pressure. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna chime in here. Um, our viewers, this is our first episode. Again, straight to the point. You 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 guys don't know us just yet. You're gonna come to hate us, love us, whatever. We don't really care. But I will say this: as much as I usually disagree with G, and I think he's a bum, and I think his knowledge is oh, not damn. up to par with wow. mine. First of all. The comment about LeBron going to LA. If LeBron goes to LA, 
he will undoubtedly go as one of the greats. Listen, there's always a debate. Who's the best player? Michael Jordan, Kareem. You've got Walt, you know, uh, Will Chamberlain. You've got all these guys. Kobe is up there, obviously. Let me tell you right now. I said it here, live, straight to the point. First episode. LeBron James is the best player to ever play in the NBA. That's it. And I'm going to tell you why. Because he brings the worst teams. He's done it twice in his career. He's brought teams that should not have even been in a conference finals, in an NBA finals, not even playing live in front of people. He has made teams single-handedly elite because of him. He did it when he was 23, 24 years old. He's doing it when he's 33 years old. The man doesn't change. The man is a legend. He is, as of right now, he surpasses Michael Jordan all around game. Michael Jordan, don't get it twisted, was the best pure instinct baller ever. This man, you will not knock him off his horse. He was a killer. He had a killer instinct. He knew when to cut you, when to cut you down, when to take it off of you. LeBron James is the best pure NBA player ever to live. He is an incredible pastor. He is an incredible, he's gifted vision. We have not seen this vision for a very long time. We're talking about the likes of Magic when we, when we talk about LeBron. What, what Magic wasn't was a scorer. LeBron is the entire package. LeBron James will go down as the best player ever to play in the NBA, regardless of rings, don't care. LA fans, I'm sorry to tell you, if he goes there, you're still going to be LA fans. Just like she said, you will always witness greatness. And that's what Lakers fans are all about. It's about greatness. We look at it, the NBA, LeBron will go down forever as the best. I'm saying it right now. Let this man finish his career. I promise you, you're going to think different about it. As far as KD goes, I'm going to tell you right now that Cupcake is really, really soft. That's all. That's what I want to say about KD. But I will say this. There is no comparison in terms, in ter- not, not a skill. Skill, KD is right there with LeBron, not passing, but all around scoring and and playing defense, he's at he's playing at an all-time high right now. KD is, especially with his with this Golden State Warriors team. However, you look at that finals in 2011 and 12, KD, Westbrook, Harden, Ibaka. They had a very good team. They knocked off the Spurs. What was it? A sweep? Or they came back down from two games to win four in a row. One of those. We'll have to research it later. We'll definitely pull it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I got to look at that, too. But I think it was they were down 2-0. They came back to win four games. They beat a better San Antonio team. That team was ready. They just ran into a better team. Guess what? It was led by non, none only than LeBron James. I know Dwayne Wade was there. I know Chris Bosh was there. I know Pat Riley was there looking above. I know people were there. But at the end of the day, that team met their match when they met LeBron James. If it wasn't for LeBron James, Miami would not even be in the finals, would not even have a chance in that series against OKC. So to say that KD is further than LeBron is only factual because he went to the Golden State Warriors. Just like G said, there's no even there's not even a reason to reiterate this. Folks, listen, when you call in about sports, please, I promise you, you don't want to end up on the firing squad. You don't. 
because I promise you right now, KD, as good as he is, as good as a player he will be, he will definitely go down as one of the best offensive players, if not maybe in the top two or three best offensive players ever to go down when he is done. Don't compare this man to LeBron James and his legacy. And I am not a LeBron James fan. I really don't care about LeBron James. But don't insult LeBron. When you've seen the 2007 roster he had that got swept in the finals by the Spurs, that team was horrendous. He had, he had teammates like Mo Williams, Booby Gibson, Drew Gooden, Larry Hughes, Delonte West. You got scrubs upon scrubs upon role players, Ilgoskis. Don't compare KD to LeBron. KD took the fast way out. He took the shortest route. He said, if you can't beat him, you got to join him. That's what he did. And he, he lost. He got humiliated when the, when the Warriors came back. And what did he do? Instead of going to a team that could possibly beat the Warriors, he went and joined them. They all shacked up in the freaking Hamptons. They all buddy-buddy. They all dreamed about winning multiple championships. And that's exactly what they're doing. They have a depth lineup. If, if announcers refer to your team as a death lineup, that's it. There's nothing else to say. Don't get caught up in the moment. KD, you're nice. Love the way you ball. Great to watch. Love your killer instinct out there. But if it wasn't for the Golden State Warriors, this conversation would not even be happening. We would be talking about something else. You being on the Warriors makes this irrelevant. You are the better team. You're supposed to beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. Exactly. If you would have lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers, you shouldn't even play basketball anymore. You should have beat that team. You should have humiliated that team. That's why you were there to do. That's what you guys did. You got a sweep. Last year, five games. Besides game one, there was no doubt that any game was in question. Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, one for 16 for three-point range. Warriors win. When you can say that about a team that LeBron plays in, if LeBron doesn't score 20, 30, 40, 50, 51 points in the finals, game one, that team has no chance. Don't compare them. All right. Perfect. So, again, thank you for once again joining us with, you know, on straight to the point. Again, this has been phenomenal. We got one last segment to go. And we're going to bring one of our callers in. Yes, we got a caller even before the damn show went live. How about that? We got one caller. Uh, hopefully, we double it next time and triple it. We definitely want you guys to call. You can chime in via email at straighttothepointpc at gmail.com. You can shout us out at Twitter at sttp underscore pc. We're going to have the Instagram up real soon. You definitely have options. Get at us. We want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear what you love about the show. We want to hear what you hate about the show. We don't even give a crap what you hate about it, but we want to hear it anyways. Let us know what you think, and we definitely want to bring you on the show. We love to do that. We want to interact with our fans, our fans that we don't even have yet. We want to win your hearts over. That's what we're here to do. We're here to give you the news. You repay us by listening, and we want to get you on the show for that. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Thank you again for joining back. So uh, we want to take this time. We talked about it last segment. We said that we want to get our callers, our listeners, and the future, our viewers on YouTube. We definitely want to make you guys a part of the show. And I'm so happy to say that we we have we have our very first call. Um, you know, he's a big fan of before leading up to this. You know, he definitely wanted to be the first one. 
And this last part of the segment is really just you guys, you guys calling in, you guys tweeting us, you guys hitting us up with hashtag STTP on Instagram. We want to hear what you guys want to talk about. If you guys got anything that you and your boys argue about that you can't settle, you need somebody else to settle it. That's what that's what Ray and G here for. That's what Straight to the Point is all about. So without further ado, we got Christian from Florida here to shout us out. Hey, man, Christian, again, shout out to you. Roll the clip. Yo, what up, man? It's Christian, a.k.a. Pat. First off, congratulations on the first episode. Glad to be part of it. Um, two things I want to get into are what do you think LeBron's going to sign next season and uh, what's up with the Mel situation? All right, Christian, again, shout out to you. Thank you for being the first ever, ever caller on STTP. Um, we kind of talked about it earlier just to kind of reiterate what we were talking about. LeBron, I think he he's going to L.A. He's played for Miami, not such a big market. He's played for Cleveland. They're not a big market. You've got the best player, and I know Jordan was in Chicago almost all his career, small market. He made that team. He made that franchise. I really think LeBron is going to L.A. He lives out there. He's got some kids going to, probably going to school out there. It sounds like he wants to be in L.A., and I don't think it's to be with the Clippers. I don't see him being a Clipper. I see him being the Laker. And I see the Lakers getting rid of Julius Randle to make it happen since he's a restricted free agent. And I see them doing something of a sign and trade. I feel like he's going to L.A., G. It's got, it's got a lot of – I know a lot of people have been talking about it. A lot of people have been talking a lot of stuff. Philly, L.A. We got San Antonio in the mix. We got – some people even said Miami. And he should go to San Antonio. Yeah, Cleveland. But I, I got to go with L.A. Yeah, listen, I don't I, – I do think he's going to go to L.A. too. It's a big market. He wants to start going on uh, – getting involved in movies. He'll be involved with Magic Johnson. He has a young core team that he could get built around. But I want to see him go to San Antonio. The things that I do think could prevent him from going to L.A. is the immaturity of guys like Lonzo Ball and Kyle Kuzma. You don't want to go to a team when you just you just lost game one of the finals after you scored 51 points because one of your veteran players didn't realize that you the game was tied and you still had a timeout. You think he's going to want to go to a team with some young talent that they're over here playing pranks on each other, making videos and rapping all day, making diss tracks about each other. No, he wants to play with veterans. He wants to play with guys that are in the gym, not in the studio, making hip hop videos and hip hop diss tracks. But playing with Lonzo Ball and, and Kyle Kuzma has, definitely has to be an added benefit than playing with the J.R. Smith, with the Jordan Clarkson, with the Rodney Hood, who didn't get in until Game Three, Game Four. No, I mean you gotta, you gotta, you gotta think. Those guys got some meaningful minutes on the court. At some point in the season, they started racking up wins. And I'm not a big Laker fan, but you you, you gotta think that, you know. With LeBron there, maybe they start to be mature. They know what it's about. They know why he's there for. Maybe that doesn't happen with the LeBron James there. And what if Paul George comes to LA? Now you've got a different dynamic. Now you got two veterans. No, and I agree. If LeBron's gonna go to LA, he can't do it. He's not even gonna go if that's if they stay with their same roster. He's gonna go. He's gonna probably make some phone calls. He's gonna probably talk to a few people. Wait to see what the Lakers do before he commits. 
he's going to have to bring two guys. Two guys. Like, I can see possibly, what, a CP3 or Paul George and mm. LeBron James or LeBron James, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard. Something like that. Something like that. Because I'm going to tell you now, it's not only the immaturity. It's the fact that when you watch interviews, when you just see after games, Lonzo Ball is very nonchalant. He think You would think that the dude has already won three to four chips in his career. Uh, you interview him, he's like, oh, yeah, it's just basketball. I'm not worried about it. It's not stress. Yeah, you know what? You can act like everything's cool and you're Mr. You're Mr. Casual. But, but that's not true. You got dudes like Michael Jordan, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Magic Johnson. They make it very clear that, that the playoffs are stressful, that the NBA is stressful, that there's a lot of pressure. And then this young guy coming from right. Chino Hills is going to say, oh, it's just basketball. That kind of tells me right there that he's not serious about this. The dude grew up with a dad that we could clearly see make good money. So it's not like he's gaining anything. Yeah, he's gaining popularity, fame, more money, but he comes from money. So to him, this is just extra. Like, he's not really stressed about it. He's more involved in his hip-hop career than he is about basketball. Like I said, maybe if he was in the gym shooting free throws and threes, he would have made more threes than he would have made diss tracks. And then Kyle Kuzma, I actually think Kyle Kuzma is going to be a Ooh. good player. But they need to have some maturity on that roster. I actually, like I said, I want to see him play for the San Antonio Spurs, a team that has been consistent in contention for the championship, has had a coach who I think is actually a better coach, greater coach than Phil Jackson. But you got a guy that has played with what most people consider the top two shooting guards ever in the NBA versus a guy that only player he really played with that might be considered one of the top 10 players is Tim Duncan. Phil Jackson coached three great players. So you put LeBron James with Greg Popovich, who has taken teams and ran a system, I think he could be that next great spur player and next great... He's already the next great player, but it could take him to the next notch to play with somebody that can guide him through the rest of his career. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, to get to that second point, um, Melo, wow. I don't know if I want to spend the last few minutes of of our first episode talking about Melo. He's a bum. He's a scrub. He's washed up. And I, I've got to tell you, uh, if you're if you're a Melo fan, OKC fan, Christian, I'm not sure, but either one of the two, you have to be worried. Melo is not the same player. He's not hoodie Melo. He's, <laughs> he, he's, not, he's not the player you see in the offseason. He's not Olympic gold medalist Carmelo Anthony that comes in and starts raining threes on his opponents. He is not that player over the course of 82 games. He is not that man. He is not that man since he's been in Denver. We can all agree on that. He has some fantastic years in New York, but he is not the same player. I think he's very... The fact that he is unwilling to come off the bench tells me a lot about Carmelo Anthony. That tells me two things. One, he's washed up. He's done. He's saying that because he has to say that. He's a big money guy. He's made a lot of money in his career. That's just the the ego talking. And two, he's he's done. He's just I see nothing left in the tank, Carmel. He is he plays no defense. He jacks up crazy, crazy shots. He does not fit in any system other than an ISO team. Westbrook is not an ISO player. Westbrook is uh he's a shot creator. He's a, a playmaker. Westbrook is not an ISO player, Ray. Come on now, bro. He's not That's an ISO player. That's all he player. does. He's an ISO player. He's just, he, you pretty, what you, if you would have said, oh, 
the reason he can't fit in is because you got Melo and Westbrook who are the same type of player. That makes sense. But he's not. But Westbrook's not Westbrook, an ISO player. But he's not an ISO player. If you look at Westbrook, and, and again, I, I'm I'm probably one of Westbrook's biggest detractors. He he's an ISO player. If you look at Westbrook, he 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 can be viewed as an, I I I definitely give you that. But he's not your typical ISO player. When I mean by he's like a hybrid ISO player, we're talking about guys like James Harden and, and Westbrook. Obviously, James Harden the better shooter, Russell probably the better athlete out of those two. Um, yep, yep. Melo sits on an island and waits for the ball. We're talking about how how tall is Melo? Six. Six eight. Six eight. We're talking about a guy who's got height, who does not rebound. Who only cares about his ego and shooting? Who will jack up threes coming down the court like it's nobody's business? This this man belongs on a team like the Sacramento Kings. Someone who's starving for a franchise player, but he's not a franchise player. That's what I'm gonna say right now. Melo, he's no longer he's not gonna he's not gonna play on a team that is is a contender. If they do, that's a big mistake. If he goes to a Houston. That's a big mistake. We saw it. He did not have his signature Carmelo Anthony games in the playoffs. They disappeared. He disappeared. Westbrook is tired. Westbrook is the offense. And I and I agree with you, G. He is an ISO player, but he's nothing like the player Carmelo Anthony is. Westbrook, if anything, say whatever you want about Westbrook. The man hustles. The man is a baller. He comes to play. Carmelo looks like he is just nonchalantly just balling on the court like he is in his backyard playing ball with his friends. He just jacks up shots, plays no defense. It, it just looks lousy out there. It, it just, it, it doesn't interest me. I hope he doesn't return to OKC for that amount of money they're paying him. He could go somewhere else. He could go to a team that needs a, a franchise, whatever you want to call him. I don't see him in OKC this year. I don't see him with LeBron, with CP3, with any of his banana boat friends. I don't see it happening. I see him ending up on a team that is starving to feed its fans. A Sacramento Kings fan, you know, a team. You've got Dallas Mavericks. You've got a lot of teams that are historically been good, but not recently. I see him ending up on one of those teams because they need a lot of help. They have a lot of money to spend, and you bet, Christian, Carmelo Anthony will be available this summer. Hey, so listen, I agree with you. Melo is a ball hog. Melo does look like he's just on an island on his own. He doesn't play great defense. But I don't agree with you that saying that he needs to go to a team like Sacramento, that their fans are hungry or the, the franchise is hungry for a superstar player or somebody that will bring them uh, as you can say, attention. You put him with like the Houston Rockets where he has two guys that can get him space, that can get him involved on pick and rolls. I think he would be amazing. It'll You get to see Melo who knows how to post up. But I don't you can't think- afford him. Houston can't afford him. No team that want, that is, teams know about Carmelo. Teams know his liability. Teams know in the playoffs, they're not going to want to play him on the court. He's a liability so why would a team that was so close like Houston? First of all, they got to pay CP3 if he's going to stay. You got teams out there that need stars that are going to pay Carmelo Anthony because he can still score. 
we give him all the credit in the world as a scorer. Even at his age, he's a great scorer. But it's all he is. Listen, no team, I hear no team you. is going to pay him that. I hear you. But they can't afford him. They got Ryan Anderson making, I believe, close to $20 million. But who Mello, wants that contract? That's Mello, the problem. Who's going to take that contract? Take the Ryan Anderson contract? Yeah, no one wants that contract. There's a few teams that will probably take a, a guy like Ryan Anderson to stretch. Now, without a pick, place. they're going to have to include something in there. Yeah, but I, I believe somebody's going to want Melo. Like I said, there's teams that can make something happen for Melo. Melo, you put him in the right team, the right organization, with the right type of players that can play his type of game. What was happening in OKC, you had three guys that have to play ISO ball. If anything, if there's anybody from between Melo and Paul George that could fit in with CP, uh, with Russell Westbrook, excuse me, it would have been PG. PG-13, because he can play off-ball, he can catch the ball, shoot the three, play defense. Melo needs to play post-up, and he needs to have somebody to give him the ISO. You'll get to see a Melo that knows how to rebound, because he's a great rebounder. People underestimate that. Defense, he's not going to give you much. But offensively, the man's going to give you a solid 20 points a game and eight rebounds. That, to me, you put him on a contender, he'll make a difference. Bro, this, he's a scrub. That's it. Melo, you're done. That's it. Sorry, Christian. If you're a Mellow fan, he's done. He, you, you want Hoodie Mellow? Offseason is for you. That's a flagrant foul, bro. A scrub? You can't call that man a scrub, bro. He's going to go down as one of the best. He's a scrub right now. Scorers he's in a this scrub. League. He's a scrub right now. If, right if you're going to say based very... off of what you saw last year with OKC, then yeah. But as his whole career, nah, I'm not going to call that man a scrub. You just no. got to put his him on the team. His whole career is the stuff of legend. No doubting it, but he never brought that element. He's not the he's not the player that you bring in to win a championship. He is the player you bring in to sell seats. That is what the Knicks did. That is what he did. He brought he didn't bring life to the Nuggets because of that team being a team oriented team. George Carl, that's what he does. He always gets the most out of his teams, even with nobody. We obviously saw that after the Carmelo trade that they clearly were the early winners in that trade. But Carmelo, right now, all he can do is score. With the, the way the league is built, you need defensive players more than ever. You've got these guys who can score. Look at Steph Curry. This man shoots, I feel like, with his eyes closed and he still makes these crazy threes. You've got all these, the game has changed. Three-pointers are the focal point of the offense. This man does not help you in any way, shape, or form. If you are a true contender, what contender out there, outside from maybe a Warriors that add them to the bench to play scrub minutes? What team? No team. I'm sorry, man. I can't agree with that. Melo, you're done. It was a great career while it lasted. Love seeing you in Denver, pushing LA to that series. That was a great series. Love what you did in New York in your short time there because it felt like really a short time, but it was really a long time. He's done. He's, I think he's gone. And I think no team is going to want to pay him over $25 million to come in and post a plus minus of negative every single game. It'd be crazy to sign him for that kind of money. If he reduces it, I'd sign him. If he's asking for more than 20 mil a year, that's it. You're, you're done, Melo. You're a scrub if that's what you want. If you think you're a starter in this league right now at this age, you got the wrong mentality. And definitely why people are not going to sign you. Teams are not going to sign you because they know you don't have what it takes to win a championship, which means sacrifice. This is not Hoodie Mello. This is not the offseason. That's why Mello's a scrub.
All right. So, again, that's all the time we have for our show today. Again, this was a as a blessing. I know G feels the same way. We are blessed. Yep. To yep. Be here. Um, it, it was fun. This is something that we want to do. You know, subscribe to us. You know, on Anchor, on iTunes, you're gonna have so many media outlets to respond to, to send your comments, to send your emails. Again, shout out to everybody that helped us get here today. Christian, again, thank you so much for the message and letting us get to you. Again, uh, this has been straight to the point. STTP, Twitter us at us STTP underscore PC. Let us know straight to the point PC at gmail.com. Send your emails. Send your thoughts. Everything you loved about it, you hated about it, we want to hear it is the only way we make this show better for you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Ray. I'm G, and we out.